Hey everybody, Local Love is back. Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Pacific, twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. And when we're not live, check out Echoplex Radio at eplex.xyz or at echoplexmedia.com slash radio. You can also find it on the TuneIn app by searching Echoplex Radio. It's great. You can make requests now. Fantastic. Enjoy the show. Bitch, make me famous. My phone goes to check and see who's calling Dress up real nice for the ladies at the bar And I'm driving in my car just to get to where they are Here at the local scene is where I plant my feet It's where I smoke my cigarette and I hold my drink I look at all my friends, they're all blazing greens Here at the front of the stage waiting for FTV Where are those guys who's standing next to me With a pipe in his hand ready to blaze for me About five minutes later we're all singing We now get the fuck up on stage and like the scene And what we want is to jam, so sit back and enjoy the band. We do what we want, and what we want is to jam, so sit back and enjoy the band. Enjoy that band. I turn and head back to the bar for a refill, man, because you know where we are. We're headed out to the car. Smoke another one, and another one Now just when the magic starts kicking in I hear we left playing, and you know it's time to head in Alright everybody, now it's time to grab a new drink Spark it if you got it, and then pass it to me, yeah We do what we want, and what we want is to jam So sit back and enjoy the band We do what we want, what we want to do we want is to jam, so sit back and enjoy the band. Enjoy that band. Last up on the field for the show tonight. It's down and dirty in five, so we're headed outside. To spark up another joint now, who's got my light? A stoner E, of course, shouldn't you be inside? I'm all up in this bitch, being who I gotta be. I'm fucked up like the US economy. The truth is, is that I don't think logically. Stoner E, take you on a psychedelic odyssey. Now inside motherfuckers is rocking me And outside shit we smoke a lot of rockin' Rockin' the rollie, you the sexy girl be jockin' me Ain't too drunk to fuck, but I'll probably do a sloppin' We do what we want, what we wanna do And what we want is to jam So sit back and enjoy the band So sit back and enjoy the band We want, and what we want to do. 
smoke signal <clears throat> uh joining me is my co-host the always co-host who are you ma'am i'm media you can find me here on xbox media on mondays and tuesdays and thursdays and sundays and holy fuck we stream too much we do stream too much and uh <clears throat> shit face i haven't seen in a while how you doing man what's up dude <laughs> not much not much you seen this website this obs ninja before no pretty cool, very interesting huh? yeah yeah, it gives me a bunch of like different control. There? Like I could put up, I put up a screenshot there, but it doesn't show up in the group chat that comes up on my uh, broadcasting software. I can add or remove anybody individually, mute people, adjust their oh, volume. Nice. Wow, all kind of great stuff. Cool. How'd you stumble on that? Um, just an open source project that uh, a lot of other people are using. So I decided to jump mm-hmm. on it. Cool beans. How you guys been? Good. Just busy streaming. Yeah, putting out a lot of shows lately. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Seven days a week now, yeah. <laughs> wow. This awesome. one's either real yeah. easy or real hard, depends, because there's like no content. But the yeah, music's it's just good. kind of freeform, whatever. <laughs> well, the music's, usually, the music's good, good content, and uh, you know, the open panel format works real well. Anyone else joining us so tonight? We can cram people in here like... Oh, can you get like closer to your mic? So we can cram people in here like one of them in their Zoom calls. There you go. Yeah, we'll probably get, we'll probably be joined by Juan, and we also uh, like we put out the we put out the information on how to join. I don't know. There might be a few surprises. I like how your uh, <laughs> your your camera. I think your Wi-Fi is uh, probably a little upset. Your camera is kind of like melting every once in a while. I think it looks cool, so I ain't mad. Oh, really? It's fractal, weird. very fractal. Well, I th- I, it's probably because my kid is on the Peloton doing. Doing a ride, so that sucks up some internet resources, I think. Well, when this thing fails, it does so in a very psychedelic manner, which I'm fucking <laughs> in full favor of. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix music video. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> like when Skype fails, you just stop and you're just stuck Everybody, there with yeah. whatever stupid Same fucking with WebEx. It just freezes. You're all ah. with whatever fucking stupid look you had on your face. <laughs> so, I see this all the time. So this, is local, so this is local love. We do the show every Tuesday, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific. If you're listening to the podcast version of this, do check it out live at twitch.tv slash media. And sometimes we broadcast it to our Facebook group, but we don't really want you watching there. Facebook steps you don't pay attention. To the, you don't pay attention to the chat either. No, no. Fuck it. Somebody could be in there like telling me I won the lottery and shit or fuck telling me where do I send the check? I, I just whatever. Hopefully like some of our friends are in there. Be like, uh, here, send it here. Here, write it out to this person. Send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so out of place. They don't pay attention to this shit. I'm so bright, and you guys have such good mood lighting. But I, if I turn off the overheads, like, yeah, you think my internet looks bad now? <laughs> <laughs> it looks fine. You look fine. I also like that because you're on a Zoom or WebEx calls all day that your audio is always tight and on point. And you have no problem figuring out how to make your thing send your thing to something. <laughs> it is what I do for a living, unfortunately. It's like we need a remote guest. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, I'm producer Dave. You can find me uh, damn near anywhere. Um, 
little programming note tomorrow we're covering the uh trump cope cringe rally basically all day and uh then after that we got an electoral dollar tree i'll be really tired by the end of tomorrow night but maybe we'll make some fucking money on twitch and that'll be good do you guys actually have the election results <laughs> going live right now? <laughs> no, no, but um, that, that's well, well, we'll get into that maybe during the post game. We can focus a all little right. bit on music and the arts and all that stuff uh, cool. for a little bit here. Uh, everybody knows who the media wench is. Who are you? Maybe some of our viewers have never seen you. Uh, so I'm Phil. I go by Mr. Phil. Uh, was a DJ at KFJC back in the late 80s, early 90s, and uh, then I was at FCC Free Radio in San Francisco for quite a few years and did a show where, yeah, I brought on local musicians and it was an interview based format, you know, two two musicians for the two hour show. And, you know, we do the usual talk about influences and talk about, you know, their, uh, you know, what, what, what brought them into music and, you know, what kind of background they have and things like that and play their stuff, play their influences and all that. And uh, outside of that, just been kind of a, you know, face in the local scene for you know, <laughs> more years than I care to mention. <laughs> Now you've been doing a lot of uh, online event promotion and, and stuff this summer. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of work with uh, this the year. Festival. I'm sorry, it's not even yeah, the years yeah, over. Fuck. Summer, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Last year, yeah, no, at this point, yeah. So I was uh, a technical supervisor for technical advisor for the Sofa Festival stuff. Um, so we did the two uh, live broadcasts uh, in April and September, and then we just did one. Uh, in December to do a little holiday festival that we did as a kind of a pre-recorded thing where bands played and, and you know and then we had uh, production staff that edited everything together which is really really fun but I had a lot less to do with that because there's a little bit less stuff in my realm in terms of like the live live streaming stuff than uh, than we'd done in the previous sofas but you know given given the way things are looking I would not be surprised if the April sofa probably is also going to have to be another uh, streaming online kind of thing because I really doubt that we're going to have enough vaccinations going to you know get people out out watching live music again but you know in the meantime it's a it's a good uh, good way for people to get their little bit of music you know uh in, in these times I'm, i know a lot of people that obviously listen to your guys' show are probably pretty desperate for being able to go out and see bands and stuff and you know even though this isn't the exact replication of that experience it's as close as we can get it for now yeah and i think um one of the things we've talked to some of the musicians about is how now they have another just from even if it's just simple facebook live streams from their phone if they hooked up a decent mic or like a condenser to their phone or whatever now they have another tool yeah. in the tool about when we can do shows if they don't have a booking and they don't don't go to someone else's show they can be like hey indoor kitties if you'd like to you can uh you can join me uh tonight <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's been a, it's been a, I mean, it's been a kind of a rough learning curve, I think, for a lot of musicians, because not all of them are extremely technologically savvy in that regard, in terms of understanding, you know, what kind of equipment to get to get the best product out there, and, or even to, how to do it in general, you know. Um, but I think one of the things that this thing has done is kind of accelerated that learning curve a little bit for these musicians, so, so they do have those opportunities to go out there. You know, and, and plus with the added bonus of, you know, you can actually monetize these things and, and, you know, set up Venmo accounts and link the Venmo accounts in your Twitch streams or whatever and be able to actually generate some amount of income during this time, I, I think is pretty ben beneficial. Um, you know, so, I mean, I think it's been, I think it's been very positive in that regard. And I think it's really kind of 
you know, set up this almost adapt or die kind of scenario for, for a lot of musicians, you know, that, that, that this is, this is the way things are going to be for at least the next few months. But even beside that, I mean, you're not playing in clubs every week, you know, and you're not generating income every week and doing live streams and planning a few songs here and there can help continue to drive interest in your music and, and have the add bonus of, uh, you know, being able to generate some income on the side as well. Well, fucking great the other thing that a lot of people found out is when they tried to start doing streaming is that their uh very expensive macbook laptop is actually underpowered <laughs> <laughs> right yeah now they'll buy you'll all spend five grand on the new one is like right pre-recorded sets is where it's at though right like just like press play take a break and then you're and, the, and it just let it go but I mean, also I um uh, on Netflix radio now, you can request songs. So if you oh, go wow. to eplex.xyz, it brings up our new, um, our new uh, Equiplex radio, and you can uh, type in whatever song and you can request it, and it'll play within like five or ten minutes. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think I, 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 I can it's super see, cool. I can see kind of you know, some advantages to both, but I think it also really depends on, again, how technically savvy the performer is, you know, cause doing something pre-recorded and editing it and, right. and making it look like a nice finalized piece is sometimes outside of the realm for some of these bands. And so being able to like, you know, even if it is only Facebook or YouTube right. live or whatever, you know, yeah, if they could set up their laptop, set up a phone, set up a tablet, whatever, and they could still do it that pretty easily without having to have all this like technical knowledge for doing editing and stuff. But I agree. I mean, I think, I think if, if bands, you know, like, like for example, during the sofa festival, we had earth crawler and they put together, uh, an incredible pre-recorded video of all of them playing in their own space. Um, you know, they actually recorded it. They recorded it live, mixed it live, and then had the individual shots of each of the bands. And it turned out fantastic. I mean, there was definitely some, you know, rough edges because each of the, each of the performers didn't have as good quality gear as others did. But for the most part, it was just, it was really well done and really entertaining and the cuts were great. And it was something that was, that moved around, moved along very nicely for a 25 minute, 25 minute video, but, but they're fortunate and they have a band member, chemo, who is an amazing video editor and does that kind of stuff for a living. And so, so they've got that dial, but for a lot of performers, they don't have access to that. And so, you know, sometimes doing the live stream is all you can do. Yeah. I don't know though. Some of the, like the better performances I saw were like the live performances that we done were a little bit more raw. Like for example, Sakura comes to mind immediately. It was like uh -huh. her camera pointed at her and a condenser mic and her guitar, you know? And yeah. And her performance is like her, when she was doing live streaming all the time, I mean, it was, I mean, I was watching every fucking time she went live, you know? And, and the thing to that regard is, you know, and I know, I know we have a little bit more conversation about like equipment and stuff because we come from this environment. And so we have a little bit of a, more of a knowledge in terms of, of what there is, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, the performance is what matters. But I mean, to the extent, to, if you can't hear it, then no, there's like a diminished, there's like a diminishing returns point on the technology. It's kind of like, you know, I, you know, during my days, you know, I used to be a sound engineer at Gordon Biersch and it's one of those things that, you know, a sound engineer can make a mediocre band sound really good, 
but a bad sound engineer can make a really good band sound like crap. Same thing goes with the equipment, you know, like having great equipment can make a maybe not as great band sound pretty, pretty awesome, but you could be a great band with crappy gear and, and it, and it just, it turns people off, you know? And, and so that's, that's always the kind of battle that the performers have to wage. Well, also that could be called punk rock. Or it could be called punk rock. <laughs> like, listen, I have, my, I have my guitar around into my mom's home stereo and I'm miking the home stereo into the PA. Let's see if this works. I have certainly played. Well, for our October, our October stream, it was, uh, it was uh, half and half pre-record and, um, and live. And yeah. fuck, man, everybody. So, of course, we had Ashes Fallen. And they were just the most amazing. They were so yeah. great. They were so so great. And then, uh, Brendan Brendan Getzel to close us out. And uh, so those two were live, and everybody else was uh, pre-recorded. And they were they were all so good. Rebels Camp did a pre-record. Zombie did a pre-record with Matt Reed. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, Cat Robo Show did a pre-record. Yeah, her cat's cat's thing on uh, on the holiday special was excellent. She did a little thing with just her the acoustic guitar and the mic. I, I actually thought we were going to show the actual the Christmas video with the bears. I thought that we were just going to show that, but then she showed up with these uh, you know a couple clips of her playing with the acoustic guitar. And again, real simple, straightforward, very DIY, but really really nicely done. She's she's a she's a quality act right there. Yeah, well, hey, we'll call that a segment. We'll take a quick break, play some music. This will be Sakura. This is Imagination, and uh, we'll be right back with uh, uh, this is local music with Dave, Phil, and Ashley. <laughs>
That was Imagination by Sakura. Phil, how does ben. the how does the music sound through this service? Uh oh. No, I I, I muted myself. I'm always <laughs> leery of that. <laughs> it's 2021. Unmute yourself. <laughs> you know how many times i have to say you're talking on mute you're talking on mute during my day <laughs> um sounds pretty i mean it's not cd quality because you're going through the internet obviously but yeah it sounds good cool cool the tour yeah. is always awesome is she, is she uh is she headed out to austin already i think she's already out there yeah yeah wow good for her hopefully the music scene starts to roar back Thank over there you. Media one, does it still sound like when I'm talk when Phil quits talking that I uh like steamroll him? Yeah. yeah. Uh here, let me let me pull you off the scene. Uh dis disconnect uh from OBS Ninja and reconnect. Me? Yeah, yeah. I think you're lagging. Okay. Yeah, that's but, what I was kind of thinking too, because it seemed like she was kind of waiting a while until after I you know, after I'd done stop talking and then <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's okay. It's just it's Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is yeah. the enemy of the people. Yeah. Well, luckily my, my gateway is in the same room that I'm in. So <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. I just have, I just have cable. I just have cables running in here. Oh um, yeah. Permanent installation, you know, so, I really should, but then I run out of dongles. <laughs> oh yeah. I have, I have a computer with an ethernet port. If you could imagine that. <laughs> well, windows still do. They, they still do ethernet ports on their laptops, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like Dell and HP and everybody. Yeah. They still do it. Yeah. Okay, what's up, Media Wunch? Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so that sounded better. Oh, nice. Yes. Okay. okay. Now we're now we're now we're more in sync. Good. Now we're rocking and rolling. We don't have that seven second censorship <laughs> delay anymore. Riveting radio on Echoplex Media live. Watch us figure this shit out real time. <laughs> uh, how many Curtis, how many shows have you done in this? Curtis should have DM'd you too on a Discord, maybe. On Discord. Or if not, if you DM him. On Discord or on Facebook? Just wherever. Give him the uh, give him the uh, the link to the waiting room and the uh, the password. Oh, I'll get it. Otherwise, he'll try to send me that shit in Skype or something. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the communication tools at our disposal. <laughs> our attempt to our attempt to drag everyone kicking and screaming over to Discord turns out to have not worked. So, I really like Discord. The, the the other time I was on your guys' show, I thought that was a pretty cool platform. Oh, it's great. Our community still hangs out there, but couldn't get the local music scene over there. So, uh, it's more it's more stuff for them to download. <laughs> yeah, this one this one's good because it just runs in your browser. So, yeah, yeah. Although yeah. the downside is, I was kind of worried because while you were playing the music, I was kind of bouncing around on tabs. I'm all, oh shit, I better not like accidentally close the tab that this is on. <laughs> oh, you can just jump. I mean, if if you get disconnected or whatever, just jump back in the waiting room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that waiting room's the shit. It's not like it's not like really supposed. It's not like a, it was like it wasn't one of the first functions that was baked into this thing. But all you have to do is make if you have two rooms running like from the same place and they have the same password, you can just transfer people to to and from the rooms. Oh, that's cool. So if we had like a big panel going and then like we had like two or three people in a row join who didn't have who was audio was all effed up because it was like a bunch of unknown people. Then, yeah. like when new people join, I could send someone in the waiting room to make sure their audio works before I transfer oh, them over here. Oh, that's smart! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like during the song, I could send Ashley over into the or the like, okay, over yeah, into the waiting it, yeah. room. Yeah, no, that's good. That's cool. That's that's a nice feature. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what do you think that? Do you think that it, it's doable for the venues when we come back to do 
this stuff in uh, like a limited capacity with like limited attendance attendance or do you think that's just going to be a total shit show and it's kind of going to be all or nothing i mean i think it really depends largely on the staff at the venue i mean there's some venues that already are doing like maybe not necessarily live streaming but they're um they're at least recording the shows you know in real time and then publishing them later but i mean yeah realistically there isn't a reason why you know venues couldn't and, and you know again not to keep bringing up sofa fest but that's one of the things that we're looking forward to uh, you know, when we start actually doing those events live is how do we, how do we make it? So people in other places of the country and the world for that matter, have the ability to, to watch these, you know, watch these bands while, while they play. And I mean, the technology is certainly out there. So, I mean, I think, I think venues would be stupid not to, you know, once they get their head above water, um, you know, to not go out and invest in some equipment to be able to stream their shows live. And, and, you know, and again, you can make it a, a, a paying event, maybe not charging exactly what you're charging for the, um, you know, the, the door cost, but you could certainly, I mean, I'm sure, sure some people would pay a few bucks to see a, you know, if they'd heard if they'd had a, a band come to their town and, you know, you know, and, uh, yeah. oh, somebody's on, oh, Curtis is on speakers. So he's got to turn his speakers down. So we don't have echo. Hey, what's up, Curtis? <laughs> I'm sure that he's doing good now. The streaming there back now, though. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, they're not. Are they do. They're not. Are they doing live live streams? Or are they doing recordings? They're doing live streams. Yeah. See, I mean, that's 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 great. I mean, that, that's the way they should be doing it. But they've been always pretty good about being pretty technologically up. Yeah. So. Hey, what's up, Curtis? Hello. Kurt, can you hear us? I don't know if Curtis can hear. Twenty twenty one. Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> so that was like two thousand three. No, Uh-oh. no audio. Yeah, no audio. Um, I, we'll uh, maybe we'll do another uh, OBS Ninja Day soon. <laughs> well, we, I mean, it's, I think it was getting audio before because I think that was what was causing the echo. Did you turn the speakers down too far? Yeah, th- I don't know. <laughs> well, I hear something coming out of Curtis's computer. <laughs> oh, no, that was me. I can't, I can't mute my browser because this is in the browser. Oh, that was you. But yeah, that was Curtis messaging me. He says, as soon as he turned it on, it's super echo. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You can mute tabs in your browser, you know. Oh, that's true. Well, we'll we'll see if we can we'll see if we can get this figured out. I think he's he can hear us even if he's not um even if he's not in the scene. So maybe Curtis can give us a thumbs up or whatever if he uh, figures out how to hear us. Um. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Do we have a thumbs up? Weird. As soon as I came on, it was like massive echoes. Weird. As soon as I came on, it was like massive echoes. Weird. As soon as I came on, it was like massive echoes. And now I'm hearing just peeing yeah, of my own voice. Yeah, that's coming from your machine. I don't know. I don't know what's. I don't know what's why it's doing it, but it's coming from. Because when I mute you on the thing, it's uh, we get an echo back from you. All I know that's is that crazy. Justin Holt would have just loved that. <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, there's a massive echo. Uh, this uh, 
this is uh maybe maybe we can um <laughs> maybe we can figure that out yeah uh justin from the rebels camp would like that um so let's see where where were we <clears throat> phil you think it's going to be like on the venue staff you were saying like if the venue staff is super good then uh we'll be able to uh we'll be able to have like smaller yeah, shows yeah i mean yeah, I mean, I think I think if they have the capability of doing the streaming, if somebody is relatively technically motivated to do it, then then they should. Myself <laughs> eight times. Yeah, that, that's okay. That's that's okay. We'll do, we'll do a little. We'll do it. We'll do maybe we'll do a little workshop again with uh, OBS Ninja and see if we can't work everybody's stuff out. I think his desktop audio is feeding back. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's because he's going to do but he's also hearing himself back. But anyway, um, I think that, yeah, I think some of the more like some of the venues that were like better organized are going to be able to have uh, shows with a limited capacity that they're also streaming at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be an interesting thing to find out too, is what's going to actually happen with how, how we transition back into live shows and, and what kind of rules are in place about how many people can actually be in this space and, you know, whether they're going to require masks and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, the other thing is once the vaccine reaches a certain amount, that's just not going to matter anymore. And we can all have a big fucking crowded show and I can't wait. Yeah, I, mean, no I, have <laughs> I have ideas quite as far as like venues. You could just do like, like give out tickets or do like a signed seating in a place. I know that sucks, but that's like the way to do it. And then you just live stream the event at the same time. So probably a, a combination of both is going to be what we're what we'll end up transitioning into and then as we can put more people in a venue, it'll be more focused on the actual live performance rather than the back end of the stream performance. But there's no reason why people shouldn't just do both now because it's just you reach such a wider audience. And taking Abby Fallen as an example again, like they've done streams and played in New Zealand and in Europe and all kinds of stuff for these like collectives that they're in these like rock music collectives and stuff and um and it's it's a very 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 useful tool to like to have a live performance in another country without having to bear the expense of traveling and hauling all your gear and all that shit i mean <laughs> I, I mean <laughs> it's funny here i mean i think i think it's it it it's going to have a bit of an impact in terms of in terms of like touring and stuff, because like, you know, our record labels and whatnot going to really necessarily want to shell out the money they do for live tours. If you're able to bring shows to, uh, you know, to other places in the world without all the extra expense. I mean, look at what the, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the kiss thing in Dubai, I mean, they put on a huge, like full stage production in front of, basically nobody i mean the only people who were actually listening were the people in the hotel you know across from from the stage but they still put on this massive performance i mean granted yeah they charged a, a total buttload of money to actually you know see it originally but even that, I thought, um but i think we're just starting to see about it, so he couldn't have been that good <laughs> Well, I think I think that was more because you're talking about seventy year old guys still trying to rock out. I think that was more the issue than the actual uh, production quality because the production quality was pretty good. All right, let's see. Do we have Curtis back? 
I'm here, but every time I turn my uh, thing on, it starts uh, yeah, like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, that sounds like a fade out on a rebel. Do you have headphones? It's 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 not that. <laughs> it's it's not that. It's it's some something else because it's his own voice coming back through too. So I I, I couldn't tell you what it is. Yeah. So hey Curtis, we're gonna do mm-hmm. like on Saturday afternoon. We'll do another uh, testing session with uh, OBS Ninja, and maybe we can get you on next week at, uh, after we do some testing. So <laughs> I didn't. I saw a ton of people were watching that uh, that thing that kiss thing. Man, everybody was like talking about it on my facebook for a little bit there yeah i mean i i literally only watched i watched maybe like two or three songs because you know i mean i outgrew kiss like you know 20 something years ago but right. <laughs> 30 years ago whatever playing <laughs> them for my kids and shit yeah i mean it was i just i thought it would just be entertaining to watch for a little bit to see what they see what they were gonna do but you know i mean i thought the i thought the production value is good but yeah i mean obviously you know i mean paul just turned like 69 years old or something so his voice isn't anywhere near where it used to be but that's kind of cool too that those dudes are still rocking and that they had like the 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 presence of mind to do an online fucking concert for their fans like yeah i mean like we like we said you know when you know with the sofa festival too we had a lot of you know we were we were trying to reach out to some of the bigger national touring acts and a lot of them were just totally afraid of the technology hey oh that sounds a lot better yeah it's the power of positive uh deleting and (laughs) (laughs) re-adding no i actually uh uh when i when i bopped out of the room that my um discord was open and you guys were double feeding from discord and and obs there we go fucking hey, yeah hey 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 well time to introduce yourself it's, again buddy what's it's up just like what I <laughs> i'm curtis i'm from monkey i'm stopping by i'm saying hi i am uh i'm here with my my pet to grogu oh my goodness gracious everybody has one of those and i don't and it sucks I don't either. If it made me feel better, actually. <laughs> Even Nathan Blaze has one of them fuckers. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, 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 it's even animatronics. Wow, that's fancy. So, Curtis, you're doing a you're doing a bit of an interview show. You maybe talk a little bit about that. Tell people where to find it on Facebook. Cause uh, nobody that watches our Twitch channel is ever on Facebook, but we're also broadcasting to Facebook live. And I have no idea if anyone's watching, cause I don't pay attention to that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm doing a show called the, uh, the business B I D I B I D N E S S. Uh, you can find us, uh, on Facebook at the business, the business dot talk because there were every version of business has been stolen by somebody or used by somebody so uh uh, anyway uh we're doing that online we're getting some uh traction here um the videos are pulling in probably about 1700 hits and this is only our sixth episode something like that so pretty good pretty good so far um uh i i have my own Facebook page for it, but I'm drawing the traffic to the monkey page because monkey has like 8,000 people watching it. So I'm kind of 
posting it first on that page and then flipping it to uh, the new page, encouraging people to go to the new page. And then if the new page starts gathering traction, then I'll just start posting directly to the new page. Well, and once you do that, you can also, uh, I can show you how to do some stuff in the Facebook uh, con uh, fucking live creator where you can cross post to different pages that you own. So, Ooh, some ninja crap. <laughs> ninja crap is right. Yes, ninja. Well, right now it serves a dual purpose because not only do I um, do I flip it, but I also edit it. So I, I take it offline, you know, download it, uh, edit the beginning and ending. So it, it, we just snap into the program instead of like going, uh, so what do you do? Uh, I can't do it. No, 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 no. We cut out all that stuff. <laughs> And then put like, a, put like a little theme song and everything going into it, you know, so so it's a, a lot more pleasant. Uh, and I figure if anybody if anybody uh, wanders on it that, that cares, uh, they're going to see something that somebody actually, you know, did something to make it kind of nice up a bit. Yeah, I've been I've been tuning in because it's uh, it's usually during the time that I'm just doing a little bit of work. So I kind of put it up in oh, the tab, nice. listen in. Uh, a lot of people I don't know, so that's kind of cool hearing some uh, perspectives from uh, you know your community versus the same perspective every day from my own community. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, um, I encourage anybody to stop by and check it out. For for uh, the, the the wonderful thing about what um, what I'm doing is 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 that. Uh, during the 25 years that I've been in this band and six or seven years that I've been in other bands, um, I've amassed this grand pool of people that I just know, like around the planet. And so the show is about getting all those people together to talk about the thing. And the thing is the fact that the, all uh, musicians, artists, and, and people of that nature are just being absolutely crushed by this pandemic their livelihood is done at least with a, with a, uh, a radio host or a, or a, a podcaster. It's like, well, you know, We're it's kind better. of like life, life as usual. In fact, life might even be better because people yeah. are turning in more, more, uh, voraciously now, but yeah, yeah, we're doing better. Yeah. We, we yeah. saw an uptick. Um, that could also just have to do with the fact that we finally got comfortable with video. And, um, I think forcing everybody to do it remote kind of, upped our game in some interesting ways because now oh, yeah, sure. everyone in my organization has a studio sort of yeah. so it's a uh, yeah it sort of sort of changed things around i know uh, yeah. i know the media media once your game got way the fuck up once we all had to go remote yeah yeah for sure for sure everybody everybody's got to everybody's got to do something right <laughs> yeah yeah i came I up with christmas it's fantastic I mean, before before we went into uh, into COVID, I, Monkey didn't even have like an actual store online. We just figured, like, oh, you want a record? Go to our record label. Hey, you want a shirt? Join. Wow, it'll it'll make them go to the shows. And now it's like we had to we had to we had to 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 get online. We had to start recording ourselves. We had to start uh, doing our own uh, live shows and stuff. And then now I'm doing like this silly podcast thing uh, to to get everybody else out there that's like moping around in the dark, you know, wishing that they had a career. And I'm saying you can do it too. Just grab it. Just just right there. Just grab it. It's yours. So you know what I'm gonna do for you, by the way. What's that? Um, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But 
I'll help you out. I'll make sure that the audio from uh, your uh, interviews and shit is available up on iTunes. I'll do that for you. Oh, awesome. Cool. We'll talk about it. We'll have to fucking write some emails back and forth. Make sure I have permission to ape your content and stick it up on my fucking website <laughs> and host it. Well, no, I, you know, you know how it is. You have to little, little, at least a little bit of paper trail, but yeah, some of the conversations yeah. on there are interesting and it kind of goes in line with what we're doing to the, ex- and since like, it's kind of a pain in the ass to do all that shit for iTunes the first time, if you're going to keep doing this, I, I'll fucking, I'll host fucking, you know, a hundred megabyte MP3 a couple times a week for you and make sure that it gets pushed to the places. Yeah, Apple does not make that very easy nice. on people, does it? <laughs> well, once you've done no. it once, it is because you know how to format everything. Yeah, but it's that, it's that, yeah, it's that whole initial startup thing that's a bit of a pain. Yeah, for sure. I feel you there, Phil. When you were doing a podcast uh, through FCC Radio, did they take care of all FCC Free Radio? Did they take care? Did they take take care of making sure it was available on the podcasters for you, or? So yeah, we didn't really do we. So our station, because we broadcast 24 hours a day, so we we actually were uh, an Apple radio station. So you could actually go to FCC free and actually listen listen live and stuff. We we didn't start doing we didn't start doing the podcasting thing until after I was gone. Yeah, yeah. In terms of doing it for iTunes, we always host, you know we basically self hosted all the all the archive shows and stuff, and just the the, the hosts would just send the links out via Facebook and Insta and all the very various social medias and whatnot. You know, I have no idea. It's almost entirely just out of, I have no idea if our audio feed like from Icecast or whatever is even on Apple, Apple radio or whatever. I suppose if it's not, I should probably put it there. (laughs) Yeah. It's also a little bit of a, of a painful process to do that too, by the way. (laughs) Painful processes are Dave's jam. Process and then fucking whittles it down to like the easiest thing. Nice. Hey, uh, yeah. So, um, I have a question, maybe controversy for you, for you, uh, Curtis, what, what happened to the second disc of music you were talking about releasing after Banarchy? I have no idea what this question even means. Oh, Bananarchy, Bananarchy. Yeah. Um, so Bananarchy, uh, um, yeah, so, uh, so it, it actually goes way back to, uh, to Lost at Sea. Lost at Sea, we, we wanted to record an album, but we wanted to do it Rick Rubin style, where we move into someone's house and we just live and drink and breathe and eat music. Um, uh, during those sessions, we wrote, a, we, we, we finished a bunch of songs, uh, and one we kind of wrote in the studio as well. Uh, and then, and then recorded, uh, like 21 songs, like a bunch, 21 or 22 songs. Um, so we took the 10 best, uh, made it into lost at sea. And then we got a little tired of, of, of how unprofessional some of the songs sounded because we had just, they were new to us at the time. Uh, and so we had played them in the round in the, in concert a couple of times. And so we, we said, well, let's, uh, record it, re-record a couple of these and put out the rest, uh, as a uh, bananarchy and bananarchy. We, um, we also threw in some newer punkier tunes and then we had just about uh for three or four tunes that were just still sitting in the can and we just didn't know what we wanted uh and finally we we wrote the rest of um of uh hidden waves of unusual size and force 
is the full name of the album. Uh, but Intermittent Waves is out, uh, and that's the final, the final glut from from that uh, from that session. So um, that took us down to zero songs out of the can, um, uh, you know, empty can. And then uh, now we're writing new stuff. So. Yay. <laughs> that, that question was from an alabaster. I'm sure you're familiar. Alabaster. Uh, alabaster. Regular, uh, r- regular in our Twitch chat. Oh, cool. Cool. Hey, alabaster. <laughs> Local music head did a, did a little ditty with Juan Maserati from the rebels camp. We got a couple other tunes. Maybe I'll play one in a little bit here. We're going to go ahead and call that nice. a segment. I'm going to play bossa by a little band called monkey. And uh, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Cheers. Sexy, sexy fade out. (laughs) So 
I noticed a couple of your songs that I have are actually instrumental. Yeah, yeah, we've got a um, we've got enough instrumentals to do an album and a half worth of instrumentals. We're about two to three per album for uh, at least. Uh, I think we've, we've got six albums out, and uh, we've got a couple of loose ones that were on EPs and different collections. So, I mean, your band's been a band forever. A couple EPs and a few different collections is probably like pretty <laughs> impressive discography just on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Well, on, on, on compilations, we're, we're at about 35 compilations, maybe 36 different compilations. Uh, we're on a couple of different um, movie soundtracks, but they're like independent movies, small releases. Uh, the largest one of note is called uh, uh, Pervert the Movie, <laughs> which is uh, quite, quite incredible if you see it. <laughs> Sounds hot. And... Um, yeah yeah it is actually there's there's lots of there's lots of nudity in it lots un, unfortunate amounts of nudity um but but yeah it's uh, uh you guys know who russ myers is right no filmmaker no what what yeah what? well i <laughs> don't, don't know it sounds like phil does oh uh, i know right oh my god okay okay so let me educate you uh uh, uh dave uh <laughs> russ russ myers was uh in, in the in the late 50s going into the early 60s it suddenly became very very inexpensive for people to become their own directors right so along comes this guy and he says i want to make something that people want to look at people want to look at boobs so we're going to make porn and of course he got the swat down real quick uh, porn was not cool at that point so he's like well i'm going to get as close to porn as possible so he had really really gargantuan women just the largest breasts that he could find and then he would have them like roll around in the mud fist fighting each other in action scenes and so they became their own like their own weird pervy cheesecake niche in the movie industry um uh faster pussycat kill kill uh honey buckets uh uh, geez, what are the other ones? There's so many. Every one of their names became band names. So, if that if that gives you kind of a kind of a insight into it, um, yeah. uh, but they're great. They're great films. Anyway, uh, someone decided to do an homage to him uh, and said, "I want to film the exact." the exact same kind of film kind of based on on his philosophy so they were looking for sets to uh to 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 film their film at says oh yeah i know the buddy who's got a ranch out in the out in the desert here yeah he's done you know you can you show up and do whatever you want spray paint the walls he doesn't care they show up to the ranch and it's the same ranch that he used in faster pussycat kill kill oh wow and so they're like, oh man, this is on. So they got uh, basically uh, porn actresses to go like just completely topless and fist fight each other <laughs> out in the desert and like with snakes and that all the everything you could think of uh, uh, in one in a comical sense, you know. So it's supposed to be a comedy more than anything. And uh, yeah, yeah, our our music is during the fight scene. They they actually fight a a, a snake. Well, shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> Funny because I mean, everyone thinks of us as a, as a wholesome band because we're not like you know we're not like fuck man. But, but <laughs> you're like but here man. we are in this movie. So it is um, like a, a cleaner beat and better dance moves. 
<laughs> Excuse me. I won't do what you told me. <laughs> no, it's more like, pardon me. I would not like to do that. <laughs> I, I declined to acquiesce to your request. <laughs> acquiesce. <laughs> I'm feeling quite indignant at this moment. <laughs> Excuse me, officer, no. With more. <laughs> nay, I say, nay. <laughs> so I'm going to chime in here. Curtis and I have actually known each other for like what 23 years now yeah. or something because yeah. so curtis trained me at kinko's yeah, yeah, <laughs> right on. that's pretty cool i'm gonna tell you, it's like the, was was that the kinko's, uh, uh, across the street from the edge that was yeah that was the palo alto yeah. branch yeah yeah we were the palo alto branch and me and eugene were brought on to do the the santa clara mercado branch they sent us over to you guys to get training that was a My long time ago <laughs> Our, our like circles of friends because yeah. Dave and I have known each other for twenty years too. Right. We're from you know we're local Fremont heads, right? So our like circle of people. I was mm-hmm. I was just kind of pontificating on it the other day. I'm like, how many of us still know each other? And how and all you guys know him too. So it's kind of funny. It's like Nick Nick Stroman from Hammershot is uh, is an old Fremont friend of ours. Eric Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eric Clarkson. I went to high oh, school okay. with him. Uh, <laughs> like my last half a year of my senior year in high school in 98, I went, I met Eric, um, Randall, Randall Aubrey from, uh, from, um, town crier, um, uh, Harrison, yeah, yeah. Our old co-host Harrison, um, uh, God, who else? And that's just from like our little neighborhood in Fremont. It's so funny. And we've all. Yeah, town, town crier had been. They, they were on my. Podcast I love their. Back well, the I'll have to make Dave play uh, one of their songs next because we don't play them very often. Yeah, because um, two two of my friends I uh, played in that yeah. band also. Like, so friends. good, so so Other. good. It's one of those one of those bands. It's like why isn't this like playing during the end right? credits of some like super pothead fucking fabulous. <laughs> like why, a like, why is he playing at the end of Grandma's Boy right now? Why? <laughs> I, I have an interesting story about Grandma's Boy, by the way. Oh, really? I've got a buddy who. Yeah, I got a buddy who's uh, um, who moved here from. Well, he's uh, he moved here from Montana and uh, got into the video game industry and and uh, got pretty big in the industry. Uh, he's he's uh, and his whole thing was uh, uh, doing uh, lo-fi phone games that were like Nintendo style, right? So uh, he did some. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but so one uh, uh, one of his games was about a pirate ship. Anyway, got super popular for a while, and uh, and he's moved back. To, he's actually moved back to Montana. Um, so he's he's telling me he's like, I don't know about that 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 movie Grandma's Boy. And I, I said, Well, I mean, I, I saw it. It was pretty funny. And he's like, Yeah, that's that movie's about me. And I said, Yeah, you know, everyone everyone feels like a movie is about them. And I'm like, No, 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 no. no, no. I went, he's like, I went to school with the director. 
he made yeah. fun of me incessantly about the fact that I lived with my grandmother and, and told my friends that, that, that my roommates wouldn't let them over. <laughs> and, and he's like, so I, I worked at a pizza place and I was, uh, I, he's, he says, I was, I was uh, uh, coding video games at night, uh, working at a pizza place, and then also selling drugs when I was selling the pizzas. So I'd, you know, go over and I'd say, you want a bag of this? You want a, you want a couple of pills of that? Blah, 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 blah. And uh, that's what I was using to, 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 to keep alive back in, back in my college days. So they just made fun of me incessantly. Grandma's boy, the drug seller. And he's like, uh, I looked at that movie and he's like, the names there, the, the contents there, the, the, some of the scenes are actual things that I went through. And then he says, and then he says, and the, to, the big kicker is that they chose an actor that looked like me. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. This sounds like, like the next Grant guest Cardone. on your show. Yeah. This sounds like the next guest <laughs> yeah. on your show. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Uh, do you remember so, the, uh, today, we were talking the... About uh, huh? Oh, yeah. oh. Go ahead. Oh, I was we're, talking say, about, you... we're talking about town crier. John. Can you uh, just song demand? Tom Cryer. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Fucking A. This is uh, Randall Randall Pink's old band. This is Town Crier. This is Can't Make You Love Me. And uh, we'll be right back.
make you love me fucking shout out to randall aubrey <clears throat> uh yeah randall aubrey should call us or some shit love to love to hear him yell he, he yells the best. Know all the words to those songs like seriously so welcome to the second hour of local love this again it's a live show on twitch every tuesday 8 p.m pacific twitch.tv slash echoplex media come up in the chat fucking can't drop any memes in the chat this ain't the conduit but you can link your memes and you can uh, fucking drop your emojis, talk shit, ask questions for uh, the panel, that kind of stuff. Give us money, patreon.com slash echoplex and follow us on all the social medias. Just look for echoplex media. And if you see a black, red, and white logo of Antifa talking into a fucking microphone, you have found us. <laughs> I've got my, got my co-host here with me, Media Wench. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys, for coming on. I know it's late notice, but I'm just like, hey, come in this chat. There's a link. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. It's not what I was anticipating to do on this Tuesday evening. <laughs> well, you're welcome any but Tuesday evening. You just, you're welcome any Tuesday evening. Just jump in the waiting room, and if I eventually see you in the waiting room, I'll bring you in. Speaking of which, I'm checking the waiting room. <laughs> Thanks for joining just us, Phil. Case. And we got uh, Curtis from Monkey. Curtis, why didn't you have a talk show the whole time? The one thing I've learned about you under uh, Shelter in Place is that you should have had a talk show the whole time. I, I probably should have. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just always figured who was talking about. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know way too much been, San Jose. Go ahead. So you know way too much about San Jose. All the yeah. local knowledge you have, um, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's been here I've been here too long. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, you saw one. You saw one of the things I noticed in San Jose. I noticed in like the late '90s and the early 2000s, uh, the, what we now call Sofa was kind of cracking. And then in the mm. early 2000s, I don't know. They were like, uh, they were like, oh no, 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 no. The people in Willow Glen are too close to this, and so they like started instituting a police state basically yeah. shut down downtown yeah. for four or five years and now san jose is like never going to shake that fucking reputation as long as we live nope no. nope yeah 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 yeah. good old yeah it's, it sucks. Uh, 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 <laughs> i was there to see the yeah i was there to see the 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 last of the uh the lowrider culture and uh i mean as much as it was a, a pain for the city to to kind of uh, uh mitigate the lowrider culture was amazing 
you know, seeing those cars and the flags and the girls and the, and the, you know, the, the people strutting, uh, it, it was, it was so cool. And then all of a sudden it was persona non grata. Uh, and then the, the next, uh, the next thing they, they put the kibosh down on was the, um, uh, the, uh, Dia de los Muertos, um, uh, they used to have, uh, uh, Dia de los Muertos and Cinco de Mayo parades in San Jose. And then they put the kibosh on that. Cause they were like, yeah, Mexicans like fighting. Yeah. Fuck you. San Jose. <laughs> then after that, then Mexicans after that, also they, like they, celebrating. then after that, they realized that actually, if everybody's drinking, everyone likes fighting and they crack down on the clubs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can keep cracking those nuts until there's no there's no nuts to crack. But you know, well, my, sometimes my, a bowl full of nuts looks good. At that, <laughs> at that at that point, we all we didn't live here. I didn't live here yet. But if we came to San Jose at that point, we just went out to Post Street because it was politically untenable um, for the police to do that in the one block gay neighborhood of San Francisco or San Jose. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. like max and splash like you could go there and like you wouldn't be harassed by the police leaving those places yeah yeah like, uh, I, I learned a lot about that area when uh when i was uh, what'd you say uh waves wasn't that one of the clubs that was down on post street too back in the day waves, yeah yeah yeah. waves was before <laughs> splash yeah. yeah yeah it's the yeah. same location yeah, right for sure yeah, for okay. sure yeah i used to i used to drive uh i used to drive Lift in that area, uh, picking up people uh, uh, going to and coming from uh, those clubs, and it was always interesting because uh, they had the deal, the deal, and all the people that were uh, that were addicted to going to downtown San Jose knew about the fucking deal. It was uh, they, they had a power hour, they called it. So it's right before I think it was before midnight, right? So it's like eleven to midnight power hour. If you could get your foot in the damn door, drinks were one dollar. I remember that. One, <laughs> they, it's not. It's something that they've had for effing years, and and uh, I didn't know about it until I was a Lyft driver, and I just pick up these people. They were just destroyed from being on that street, just from just drink after drink after drink as fast as they could. Then they're like, take me home before I vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please let me get you home before you vomit. <laughs> that place when it was waves, I, I had been to it. And then the first time I went to splash, I walked inside of that place and I was fucking stunned at the remodel. Like it, yeah. it is a beautiful venue. And then I yeah. went upstairs and I was like, all right, I'm not really big on the same 23 pop tunes, but there is a fuck ton of bass up here. Yeah. And then 2014, <laughs> after Silicon Valley Pride, I played an after party there. Mm -hmm. And like, as the night went on, I moved from house to like kind of dirty breaks and everybody mm -hmm. was getting low. But I was, I just played that shit because I knew there were subs everywhere that you couldn't see. Mm -hmm. That is a beautiful <laughs> club. Like considering mm -hmm. the small footprint and like the, the limitations yeah. they have to work with. Splash yeah, sure. is a beautiful club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they know how to get the rump shaken, you know. <laughs> get that get that sub going. Well, it's usually pop tunes, so you don't really get the benefit of it. But I would also like to see maybe your band that has a pretty bass heavy kind of sound play in a room like that. <laughs> <laughs> They'd love you. They're big in with that low not. ass fucking bass he put. <laughs> be fucking badass. 
Yeah, I, uh, uh, I've never had an aversion to uh, to to uh, gay clubs. Uh, I remember in the early days, I would uh, my first band was really shocked because I I got us a gig at a gay club. And they were like, "Why are we here?" And I'm like, "Because people here need entertainment as well." And we walked in the club, and the first thing that came out of their mouths was. This is the cleanest looking club I've ever been in. My life. <laughs> like, cleanest and well decorated. And, and it's like the next thing out of their mouth was, everyone is so nice. And then the, the last thing was like, I'm not afraid of using the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be experiences at Marsugi's or Cactus Club. <laughs> There are a few clubs where that's not the case, where it's like a divey bar, but that's like a place mm-hmm. where like a, a gay culture is fully entrenched, right? It's like the Castro has a few divey bars, right? But that's because the yeah. culture is so fully entrenched there that of course there's divey bars. But yeah, when you go to like the only gay club in some town, the sound system's going to be fat, place is going to be clean, the bartenders are going to be great. The yeah. fucking fucking the fucking women there don't think you're perving on them if you just say hi like everything's fucking great like a straight man in a gay club especially a big one you good you good no fights so so i i I went out on a date with this one girl um i can't remember her name but she had this thing about like going on dates with guys and trying to shock them with with gaiety right so she so she took me out she's like she's like oh we got to go see this movie right now and she and it was a gay movie like a gay director and gay lefty and stuff and i was like mm-hmm. she's like so what'd you think what'd you think and i'm like it's a movie well i mean i mean what'd you really think and i'm all well the director did great on a budget <laughs> <laughs> what did you really think? And, and I'm, I'm like, I, I don't know what you're getting at. And then finally, she's like, "Well, we got to go street, uh, go over, uh, across the street to this bar." So she she takes me to the bar that uh, in downtown San Jose. There's a bar called the Continental, uh, but it used to be a gay bar. It used to be yeah. Harvey's or something like that. It was. Like, I remember, yeah, like super yeah. super divey gay bar, right? So it was big, and, and I I played to an empty room there twice. I know what place you're talking about. Nice, nice. I was like, so a big gay club in San Jose, and then I there was like nobody there, and the bar was beautiful, and I was like, what's going on? Exactly, exactly. So she she takes me there, right? And she's like, so what do you think of this place? And I'm like, I don't know. And I see that there's a bunch of guys looking at me, and I'm like, all right, cool, cool. And I'm around, and I look up at the at the menu, and uh, they've got drinks on the menu like the cocksucker and the you know the cum guzzler, whatever the whatever horrible <laughs> drink names they have. Um, and uh, I'm just, those are actual drink names. And uh, and I look and I look back at the guys, and I look at her, and I'm all, I think I'm going to get a drink, and I'm all, boys, who wants to buy me a drink? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and all these dudes buying me drinks like crazy. And she's like, What are you doing? And I'm all, I am doing exactly what you get to do every night in bars. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna shake it. I'm gonna look at them. I'm gonna buy me a beer. I'll talk to you. <laughs> I don't want to pour myself she out for a drink. Uh, and then you start fucking then you tell them you're a musician and they start getting you sidecars <laughs> yeah like it, it turns out it turns out if you have an open mind and people like you they might buy you a drink so just keep that in mind yeah. everybody out there yeah. yeah yeah for sure for sure 
Well, shit, we're going to call that a segment. This is uh, Brandon Getzel. We call him the Bay Area's own Elton John. Super talented guy out of, I believe, there. Are they in Oakland or San Francisco these days, Media Winch? Um, Oakland. Nope. I think Brendan's still in San Francisco. Whatever. This is Brendan Getzel. This song's called Super Bloom. Like I said, he's the Bay Area's own Elton John. And fuck. I want more, I want more original music from this guy. This guy's absolutely just so talented. Oh, I'll bug him for it. It'll be easy.
Hair, his own Elton John, Super Bloom by Brendan Getzel. He's fucking awesome. And if you want to see a, one of the best performances that we ever had on our any of our local love shows, check out our uh, a clip from our Halloween show that's uh, Brendan set where he was he started out dressed up like Jack Skellington playing fucking Phantom of the Opera shit on a fucking on his keys, but all organ. Oh god, it was so good, so good. Yeah, he does, <laughs> he does it up. And what I like most about that is that it's like entirely different than all of the other music that we have. Yeah, because we have lots of rock bands. We have lots and lots of uh, uh, good metal and singer-songwriters and stuff like that. But Brendan, Brendan's, yeah, he's different. Like uh, like Little Spiral. Little Spiral is also different like that, too. She's lots of piano. Suzanne, she's awesome. So I want to play a game with everybody. So I got a sound guy here. I got a... Um, that's not me. I have a band guy here and I have a person who has interviewed a lot of uh, sound guys and band members. So what I want, uh, we'll go around. We'll start with, uh, we'll start with Phil. Um, as a sound guy, you don't, don't throw anybody under the bus unless you feel like it. This is the right place to do it. Um, have you ever had a bad, like talk about a bad experience you had with a band. You gotta unmute yourself. <laughs> Twenty twenty one. Unmute damn it, yourself. Damn it! I keep forgetting to do that. Uh, I won't name names per se, but I think one of the things you know, because largely you know, and as a Gordon Beer show town there, I mean, it's jazz bands, and jazz bands always have their, generally speaking, have their shit together. And you know, if you're playing Gordon Beer, odds are you have your shit together. Um, but uh, I did work with the one metal band, uh, not as part of Gordon Beer, obviously. Um, that just could not understand. And they were a two guitar metal band and they could not understand that if you have a two guitars playing metal, you can't have both guitars playing basically the same tones with the same effects and all that. And it was just a, it was just a wall of mud and you're just like trying to convince them that, look, I mean, I know one of you is used to playing that way, but one of them get one of you guys got to change <laughs> you know Hello. to make your sound feel more full and well rounded versus just can anybody hear me yes one a mess, you know and it's really, and i own a recording studio too so i've got to huh oh uh oh, juan we're playing a game um as a as a, it'll be your turn too you're in a band tell us a bad story about a sound person but uh phil's telling <laughs> us this bad story about a band right now Yeah, so that, that was pretty you want me to tell you right now people of, of you know, band, here, here's what you need to do to make your stuff sound good. Else most of the jazz bands I worked with the Gordon Beers were were amazing. All right, uh can you tell your story again? I created chaos during your story by not waiting until the end of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not that exciting of a story. <laughs> but no, it was just I I, I, I was working with this, this band with two metal guitarists. Yeah, a band with two metal guitarists, and both of them like had a very similar tone, and it kind of sounded like a big wall of mud, and wasn't very audibly very interesting and stuff. And just kind of trying to teach them that, hey, you know, you have to have some dynamics between the two guitars, or else it's just not going to sound good. You know, and they eventually kind of learned their lesson. I don't think they're around anymore, though. <laughs> That's not even a bad story. They let's, learned their lesson. Let's, uh, let's go. To, let's go with Curtis. Tell us a bad story about a sound person. I don't. I don't really have. I don't have bad stories. 
You got a bad story about a, a, a or a, a, a sound situation when you show, showed up at a gig? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, we we have scores because the, the uh, monkeys played thousands of shows, um, but uh, um, we have this uh, this rule, which is uh, the the sound man doesn't win; we win. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's not because and it's not because uh, we we are like dicks and we'll turn up the amplifiers. No, we actually know how to play to a room, so we play down before up. Like we go, this room looks at 80%, so we're going to start at 74. And we're going to up and down accordingly. So we're very, very, very precise about it. And every once in a while, we'll get to a sound guy who just doesn't know, not know what the fuck he's doing. Um, and uh, uh, we will we will make requests. And then when we see that the requests aren't happening, we'll cease the requests. And if the microphones are feeding back, we will reach down and unplug the monitors. And the sound guy will go like, what I, what was all that feedback? And it was happening until song number three. And I'm all, yeah, when I pulled out your monitors. (laughs) It's a more general problem with, with sound guys who can't, can't accept that you kind of know what's going on. Well, that, that's the thing is, is afterwards the sound guy will get really pissed at us because we touched his equipment, but then he'll be confused. He'll say, but you guys played even better afterwards. And well, yep. Because we weren't feeding back so and that, that turns out to be distracting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, 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 uh, and they go, they go, well, how do you, how, how did you hear yourself? And I'm all, we don't have to hear ourselves. We remember the songs. Everybody in this band, all we need is one, two, three, play in our sleep. So, so this, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. So, um, no, no, it's laughable. It's laughable. It's laughable. But it is, it is, uh, it is something that we, as a band, uh, pride ourselves on. We actually know the songs to the point where I can be in tune tonally, vocally, without even hearing my voice. Like literally, I could hear like a car horn in my ear, and I can be dead on tune. As long as I started the song and I heard that first note, I can be on tune throughout the song. Yeah. Now, this happened to us at the um, at Homestead Lanes, right? You know, the the, the X Farm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we had yeah, uh, uh, we, we were playing our sound system, and we were playing with uh, Sweet Haya. And Sweet Haya said, "said We got this great sound guy. He's going to record an album for us. He's going to do it for free. He's a great dude." Dude, He's wait, no, this, no, 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 uh, no, no. I was there, equipment. dude. I, I, I was there. It was oh, their record okay. release party, right? I, we were trying to broadcast it. We yeah. had some problems too. Okay, so so you so you could you can you can you can confirm. So <laughs> it was like 2016, 2017, Gentle Lies yeah. came out. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. It was a beautiful show. The fucking all the the fucking balloons <laughs> dropped from the ceiling and shit. It was ah, oh. but yeah, yeah. We yeah. had we were trying to broadcast it on our ice cast because we're stupid and we're like somebody's going to want to yeah, listen to a live weird. show. <laughs> the guy was a fucking monster. The guy was a, the worst sound system, uh, worst sound system operator ever, and it was because he was trying to pipe the music through a board to record it, and then he was piping it back out to the monitors and then back into the board. Some weird loop thing was happening. So he, the system would be totally cool, and then it would, just, it would start doing this um, this reverberation thing. It would turn into bits into bits so we go bow, 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 
and it would sound like bats. Oh, and, it, and it just it just kept doing this over and over again. So I reached down and I unplugged the the mod, and we're playing, and the guy's like, "You can't unplug my monitors." I'm all, "Yeah, I can," and it just keeps in the mains. And then I reached in and unplugged his mains, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm all, "I'm saving the show." And I'm all, "Everybody, I went, in, I, I stood up in front of the stage. I said, there is no more sound system. It will not turn back on." In order to hear me, you got to get really close, and if you're gonna dance, you got to get down and low. And then I just played guitar at one quarter of the volume. The drummer played the drums at one quarter of the volume, and I shouted all the lyrics to the people straight to their ear holes from my voice. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You have no no name to shame the sound guy. Whatever he's got going on is his fucking problem. All right. Pull so, the plugs right to the people. All right. We got Big J in here. Big J, what's up? Big J. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Yeah. So we're playing a game where uh, the sound guys, we're playing a game where the sound guys are telling a horror story about a band or maybe a DJ in your case. Yeah, I've been and, listening. And uh, the band guys are. Anyway, one. Uh, oh, shit. Nope. <laughs> Media Wench, podcast host. Real quick, tell us a story without naming any names of a bad guest that you've had on your podcast. Well, I'm gonna I'm not gonna go with a bad guest and I'm well not so much a bad guest, but like uh the nightmare situation for me is being in studio and watching you have a meltdown over a bad guest. <laughs> so <laughs> because um uh, you know I've I've known Dave for 20 years. I could read his face very, very well. And uh, before the days when we had video, he made a lot more faces. <laughs> and you don't necessarily pick up on those. But there was, um, like, when we're in the studio, it's like almost a constant smoke-a-thon. Like, the, there was a, would be a lot more haze in that place if I was there, right? It's just like, and it just gets lower and lower and lower as that goes on. Um, so we get bands in and they may not necessarily smoke or maybe they do and they only, but they only do it like once in a while and they come in and they'll smoke like four or five big ass joints and shit, take a bunch of bong heads, get all crossfaded and have like a whole six pack of beer or something. And, uh, and then there was one band that came in and this dude was, I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> probably in his like mid fifties, really cool guy. Um, definitely did not, did not plan for the smoke-a-thon and <laughs> steamrolled the whole, you know what I'm talking about now, just like steamrolled the whole show the entire time, but like never, ever, ever could finish a story or make a point because he was so baked and Dave was just having a mini meltdown in the chair the whole time. <laughs> you stole like, my story, but all right. <laughs> so I would try to keep it going and like talk to the other band members and stuff, but he would just be like, no, let me tell you about the thing. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and it was hysterical. And it's, I'll never forget that. That was just, that, yeah, that's the most panicked I've ever seen him. It panicked him more than something like drastic happening to the system during the show. <laughs> Whoa, we got we got something feeding back. Juan Maserati. 
Hey, 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 what's going on, man? So hey, you, got a, you, got a, you got a story for us as a band member. Uh, you're in two bands. Uh, maybe tell us who you are and what you do, and then tell us a story about a, a sound person or a sound experience that was, uh, we'll say, less than optimal that you've uh, enjoyed in your music career. Okay, uh, real quick. First off, a shout out to all the homies on the panel here. My homies. Um, also, uh, yeah, Juan Maserati. I'm a keyboard player. I've uh, been gigging around the, the Bay Area for, for a minute now and playing in two bands, Rebels Camp and Los Improvisers. And uh, basically, I don't really have, believe it or not, I Especially like considering with Rebel Camp, I never had a, an experience where there was shitty sound. Just because for some reason, um, we've always had respect, mutual respect from the sound engineer to the band and, and vice versa everywhere we would play. Especially at Sofa Fest, we would just get on and the stage that we hung out at, it was just like cool all around, man. And and the sound engineers liked us because we would just like tune up and get right to it. We didn't like, you know, <laughs> ask for him. too much. If we had decent. No, if, I know if we had decent sound coming from the monitors, we were like, cool. One's like one's like my band is made of people who are not assholes, actually. And I don't have a story for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 I just don't. So. So, hey, Jay. You've been doing but sound. I, I will say this. All right. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Hey, Jay. You've been doing sound for a minute. I've worked with a lot of bands and stuff. I can't think I've, like, thinking through the bands that I've worked with and stuff, I, I can't say I've had a bad experience with any of the bands, per se, as far as, like, the requests or what they what might about have. DJs? I do have a with a DJ, though. One of the funniest ones that I had with a DJ was uh, actually Diplo. And his writer said he needed like this crazy setup that I didn't even understand. It was like his writer basically said he needed four CDJs with a Serato mixer and a Serato controller. And I was like, well, why do you need a Serato mixer and a Serato controller? And his producer being his, his like 23 year old kid, you know, he was just like, oh, that's the writer. That's what we need. That's what we need. So I had everything ready for him. He gets there, like before he gets there, his producer calls and says, hey, he says, are all the CDJs linked? Like, yeah, of course, they're all linked. All four linked, but two Serato controllers for whatever you need to do for So he goes, great. He gets there. He's faked out of his mind, right? And they're all linked together. He's got one USB thumb drive that he plugs in. I'm like, okay, cool. Like He's going to play one drive across all four CDJs. Doesn't need Serato at all previous dj was playing serato so there's serato discs in the cdjs oh no so his, his manager's like trying to kick me off the stage and i'm like whoa whoa, whoa bro i'm like this is all my gear he hasn't even mixed the track yet like i want to make sure that he knows what he's doing and everything's okay kid you not he hands he looks at me and he's like i have a problem i'm like what's up bud he hands me his headphones and he's like i hear serato tone and i put his headphones on and he's like cute I'm like, tone, yeah, I hear tone. Okay, great, yeah. I look at him like, yeah, there's a CD in it. You hit the CD and ejected it. I was like, see, CD. I hit the link button for him. I had to hit the link button for him. He was so baked, he couldn't figure out to link the other CD. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you're good now? You're good? Great. <laughs> and that was one of those, like, you're a DJ. You're a world renowned. You play everywhere. You don't realize that there's in the player? You asked for four of them. 
and two and two Serato controllers. Yeah, so like my ri- my rider would be like, listen, call around town and find out who's. Uh, uh, Pioneer Serato controller is in the worst condition. Bring that. I'll bring a laptop. Yeah, and I think that like that's typically with a DJ. The like that's the highest level of like just I look at them sometimes, and they get there and they're like, "Well, do you have the the CDs?" I'm like, "Give me." You're talking about the free downloadable Serato tone. Like, you, there's a here's a flash drive. You can go download it. But oh, I, I mean, do you want me to play for you too? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, I could play for you too. I mean, at that point, because I've had DJs ask for just craziest things. And I would say when it comes to a Serato DJ, less than 5% have been able to perform on a stage with it's all set up for them. Like it's all set up and they're telling me something's wrong. And it's like, no, update your driver, get a new MacBook. Um, one of many different things. It could be anything. Um, a lot of things is usually just what they're used to isn't like what you know everyone's used to but but as far as artists go artists tend to be pretty genuine you know they tend to be you know like really like they want to work with you and as long as you're a sound guy that understands you start from zero and you start and you take away you don't ever add you never want to boost if you have an eq there should be nothing in the plus right 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 you should take away from something else to fix whatever that sound is you're like you know? you're like, so as long it, as you the, the, you're like oh yeah start with a gain no 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 no, no, no. no gain <laughs> well but i suffer the other thing i was going to tell a pod story but i'll tell like a recurring story that happens to me as a dj i show up and the guy before me everything's like all red and i just mentioned to the sound guy i'm like hey uh when i start playing i'm not going to overdrive your system ever can you please give me a little more from your system so I can give you a little less from the mixer? And I don't think any of them ever believed me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and I'm, I'm one, especially on the DJ world. Like I'm going to have an analog limiter before it ever hits anything digitally. So like you're going to end up with a fucking square wave. And if people don't know, a lot of people don't know what a square wave is. You have a normal sine wave that makes the music, Right. I'm going to hit you with a hard limiter. That means that if you get bigger, that's just going to cut off whatever is under it. So it could just be a flat line of nothing. And all the bass is gone. And all the bass is gone. When I do a sound check at a festival, it's the loudest you will ever hear the system the entire weekend because I set that level at nominal. Like everything's flat at zero. And I tell my guys, I'm like, if you keep that level right there, it will be this loud. When it, the loud, the more red you get, the less of this signal is valuable. It's nothing. It gets less, lower voltage. The more voltage mm. peaks, but more less amplitude. Like the voltage, the vo- volume goes down. Because what somebody, what a lot of people don't realize with everything, with audio, <coughs> video, with everything we're doing right now, it's all voltage related. Like everything's voltage related. How much voltage can you send across that line, and how or and how much is going to be left when it gets there? Mm, mm. well shit shit y'all we're gonna call that a segment we're gonna we're gonna rock a tune by sweet haya this is called gentle wise it's a little bit long but i play it because uh i know she's gonna play it at that show when i see that she's got her little uh portable digital piano i'm like oh this is the only piano song we'll be right back everybody with local love thanks for joining us you call yourself far from amazing You call yourself a passing good time You call yourself 
fade out. That is Gentle Wise by Sweet Haya. Shit. You know, Jay, we made you like bust into a story. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. I like your fit. I like the I like your lighting. I like the casual nature of your posture. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself, sir. Break it down, brother. If I had, uh, I was gonna say, if I had my mic, I would be on my normal system, so I'm actually a little off. But um, I'm actually I do a lot of sound and audio, video. Um, I mean, with COVID, everything's kind of migrated to streaming, so I've been doing a lot of online streams. I do a lot of stuff. We've got a, we've actually been doing for LA Times. We've been doing a dinner series, so it's been really fun. I've been actually getting to back into audio, doing a lot more audio stream stuff. Um, we've been doing like it's like a every other week they do like a, a dinner series where they have they bring in chefs from LA the LA the chef makes some dinners they send the dinners out to the to the guests all the guests participate in like a two-hour online LA Times thing and we're doing the actual mixing all the mixing out of our studio in Hayward and we've got guys running around kits in LA delivering to all the actors and actresses because we're doing like you know the dinner has like a 30 minute sit down with a group or whatever. So the last one we did was the cast of Selena. So it was like Selena and her dad, mom and all that. So it was the whole cast sit down talking about the food <clears throat> that we just did was, um, we sat down with the cast of, uh, um, uh, Fargo. So it was a big cast of Fargo that they just did with Netflix. So like, and we're doing every, you know, a couple more here and there, but it's pretty fun to have like big meetings like this, right? Where we're actually controlling each of the computers, right? We're sending the computer out to you and to you and to you. And then we actually control them remotely. So we can do up to eight guests at a time in a sit down dinner, full on like production type meeting. So at least wow. that's what I've moved into. Like full on, and we've gone from esports, like doing worldwide stuff, to now we just hang out in my house and broadcast all over the world for, you know, for studio. That's wild, man. That's wild. Hey, that's awesome. Open source your code if you're using your own code. Be the bigger man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, Give it up. Like a lot of a lot of the NDI stuff we're doing, it just it just boggles my mind, though. You know, to be honest, like. When we're handling like internal feeds, when we have to send out mic kits so that like all the actresses and they all have their in ears, like the layers that we're doing, and like it just it, like it, right now, like we are working so hard to get our own code to do this all ourselves because right now it's like OBS with TeamSpeak servers where we can, you know, we can chat back and forth. So they got IFBs, we're talking to them, so they know what's happening. But like, it's so crazy the fact that, you know, the fact that it's all, you know, directors and students. Hey, CICs homie, hey, and homie, hit me up. Yeah. Hey, hit me up. <laughs> hit me up. Definitely. Definitely. No, it's been a lot of, it's a lot of progress, a lot of fun this year. And we're I'm doing, I'm this, this thing that we're doing right now. It's I'm just running it on like a Ryzen five PC that I built for four hundred dollars. Like hit me up. Yeah. If, yeah if, you have, I, if, if you have some compute I've, power, hit me up. Yeah, I've been definitely like I've been like that's been a whole big part of this whole, you know, this whole COVID and everything in lockdown, man. I have not had nothing to do. Like been fucking great. Like I do a couple shows here and there every other week, and then it's just brainstorming. It's like what can we build? to like you know take this to the next level like oh, right uh, now phil, like phil the one, the phil one... you and you and jay should probably be 
friends. You're dude, like the serious, same right? dude. <laughs> right, like right now, the biggest thing we're working on is building an AI integration into like the 3D model, like your 3D gaming, right? Holy so shit. Where, where you're playing the 3D game, okay? In your, you've got all the eye, eye tracking motion, finger tracking motion, and we're right. capturing that live and putting you back into like a screen like this program. Right. Because basically we have had asks already to have this type of scenario where we have a sit down with six of us and one of them has to be a hidden guest. So they have to be a live AI with tr eye tracking, finger tracking, hand tracking, all live in this production. Like that's what West Net what we're working on. You know, real, real building real clouds and virtual worlds that we're all just going to communicate in. All right. Hey, Mr. Virtual oh, World, yeah, next yeah. time you show up on my show, uh, show up with a proper <laughs> mic. You also sound good when you talk, for fuck's sake. Oh, I Do I sound terrible? Uh, you're, you're, on, you're on a mobile device. <laughs> I'm just uh, fucking with I'm you, not, though. I'm not actually on mobile. I'm not. That My issue is I'm not sure whether this, the streaming PC is picking up my mic or the mic on the camera. Uh, so, because I don't have my USB third, I usually use a external mic. Me so too. So it all sounds studio professional. I just don't the the box is over there. Like it's physically. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just saying next week. There. I'm just saying next week, homie. <laughs> next week. Which, which, by the way, uh, for anybody, hold on. Anybody listening to the podcast from this uh, this from San Jose, San Francisco, Oakland, Santa Cruz, wherever you're at in the Bay Area, you're welcome to join. Um, it's a bit of a shit show, but maybe we'll keep it that way. It's like a, a little bit of a departure from the other things we do around here, which, uh, people accused us of running a pre-record with bad video when we first showed up here on Twitch. But yeah, check it out. Uh, it's echoplexmedia.com slash panel. Anybody can join. You're welcome to join. And, uh, maybe as Jay knows, I don't check the waiting room as much as I should. Uh, it wasn't too bad. I think. How long, I how think, long were you uh, in the waiting room? It wasn't until he got bounced out that he realized it was there. And he's like, oh, I'm here. And I'm I like, hey, what's up? Hey, if we had a budget, if we had like an investor and a budget for this, there would be somebody in the waiting room transferring people for me. Yeah, that's actually, you have a that's actually part of our staff. It's a part of our staff now. We actually have to have a Zoom basically manager, let people in, let people out, that type of, it's actually a position now. The host will be with you eventually. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the media wench, dude. The media wench. So, um, Juan, we jumped you right in. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, I'm just having a blast. Oh, right Juan, now. could you do me a favor on your audio interface? Turn down the gain on your microphone just a little bit. You have a very okay, nice mic. Robert Lopez level. Yeah, they were fucking, rah, 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 fucking tunnel children. He's clipping it scarlet. Okay, how about now? How about mm. now? That's silky smooth, motherfucker. Thank you. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm just high right now, man. I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling right, right now. Great int introduction. But you know what? Can I just say what? I think can you I just turned say it a up? shout Hold out on. to What's that going last. On? No, he's just talking into it louder. How, how's this? This is better? Do I go like this one? How about, how about now? <laughs> now? Yes? <laughs> huh? Hello? <laughs> just, 
Don't be on top of the mic, Juan. <laughs> you pull back a little bit. Yeah, you can hey, go a little further say, away from uh, that. Jay, quick, Jay, were we using them fucking $20 knockoff SM58s for a while that you got to be like right the fuck up on? And one's like used to that one. You can back off like right two. Okay. Yep, there you go. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. I just want to say that last uh, bit of uh, experience about like, you know, the, the, the whole pressure, you know, the perspective from the engineer was pretty, pretty enlightening. You know, I was like, fuck, man. That just really, you know, I mean, I'm not saying I didn't know, but there were certain things he said that was like, like pretty kind of, wow. And oh, I appreciate it. One, one, tell us about yourself, though. Oh, uh, my name is Juan Maserati. I'm a keyboard player for Rebels Camp and Los Improvisers. Uh, and um, I love my all my local music homies. Hmm. I love them. We love you, Juan. And, we um, love you, too. And to all the local and uh, right now i'm just high as fuck right now so i have an excuse though i'm high <laughs> that's my excuse i am fucking high all right media wench tell us a little bit but, about yourself you know media wench tell us about yourself <laughs> um i'm media wench i'm fucking dave's ride or die homie and i smoke the most weed on this platform okay, let's, except let's do some more. curtis curtis tell us about yourself <laughs> I am Curtis. I play in a band. I am not stoned. I am the most unstoned of this panel. Oh, <laughs> right, Phil, no. coming come full circle. I went in the order that you are on my overlay. I don't know what your overlay looks like. Phil, tell us about yourself. <laughs> I'm Phil. I'm a Scorpio. I like long, long romantic walks on the beach. <laughs> 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 all right um can we decide by committee uh what song we're, can we decide by committee what song we're gonna play next play something loud play something loud uh yes loud and loud valensaro fucking night veil by valensaro anybody yeah. on the committee yes. have any, that's a good call anybody on the committee have any objections Somebody says I've got a good Valensaro story. I'll tell you after I come back. <laughs> I have a good one too. Play it, sir. Play for the people. Are oh, you? What? You over there in the corner. What? Me? Yes, you. I'm not talking to anybody else. You looking for trouble? What? Why no? I'm just trying to enjoy an ale. Are you looking over here? And I'm over here. You know where you are, boy? Yeah, in Night Vale. So if you're looking for trouble, you'll fucking find it. What was I? Yeah, I was yeah, right, what was that? I, I don't want any trouble. No, I don't want any trouble. No, stop, stop. Say hello to the open sea for the violence, but to the farthest point, we will drink all the air for the man of Night Vale. We won't die. Drunk
back that was val and sorrow that was a uh, night vale. who had a who had a val and sorrow story i think gas and i both did <laughs> well we'll go we'll go with phil first we'll go with phil first phil so, phil and ashley so, tell your val and sorrow stories and take enough time doing that that i can just go right ahead and pour myself another cocktail if, if you don't mind <laughs> that's fine so they so they had been on my uh my podcast back in the day and uh I was at Seven Stars, which is like a little local watering hole over on Bascom. I imagine some of you guys have been there before. And I was actually wearing my Valensaro shirt, and I was hanging out with my friend Pat. And this guy comes up to me. And, you know, I've seen so many bands. I don't remember everybody by face, what bands with who, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And this guy this guy comes up and, and, and says hi, and we start chit-chatting and stuff. And, and I'm all refresh my memory uh how do i how do i know you he's all and i'm wearing my valensaro shirt he's all i'm in valensaro <laughs> i'm like wearing a shirt totally don't even recognize him <laughs> oh shit <laughs> damn it i get uh, yeah i get like that too like when, uh, when we could go to shows there was people that i know that i had met on local love that i finally ra- ran into again out in the meat space and um i totally like spaced out who they are <laughs> so you do the thing where you have a friend with you right and they don't know who they are either so you go hey this is my friend blah 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 and then they introduce themselves you're like ah, gotcha yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i don't think our stories were nearly okay. long enough because dave's still gone <laughs> my balance our story was uh at the x bar was the last show that i saw them play there and uh they were they were fucking awesome they got a mosh pit going and the mosh pit was fucking doing the fucking viking metal thing fucking bouncing around and then they all sat down on the floor and they were all rowing like a viking ship on the floor i have a video of it. i will have to post it (laughs) in local love so you guys can fucking see it but they're just like, Whoa! and then like one guy was at the front and like, and like, oh god, it was amazing. It's one of the coolest mosh pits I've ever seen. It was a Viking ship rowing mosh pit at the Valensaro show at the X Bar. 
and I saw Josh, the drummer from uh, Sweet Hiya there. Oh, I and miss Josh. Badass. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> With dreadlocks. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> Sexual chocolate. <laughs> oh, I, I heard a song demand. This is uh, Kenny Thomas and Southern Baptist. The song is called Chocolate. We'll be oh, right back. Oh. We'll, we'll go a little long tonight.
Big J trying to improvise something. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to see. I don't have side tones, so I was going to do it on mic set. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, Can you yeah. hear me okay? I just couldn't do a mic check. Oh, uh, I don't know if you could turn up the mic on your device a little bit. Copy, copy. Let me go into the settings. Should <laughs> 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 screen share. You're watching go into the settings. <laughs> yeah, like look, look at Jay's settings. <laughs> well, you want to know it's something really funny? Um, I actually have to turn off. So I'm helping Terry Vibration uh, with San Jose Downtown. They did projection mapping on St. Joseph's Cathedral. It runs every night from 6 until 10 p.m. until I believe it's uh, sometime mid next week. And I actually control everything via TeamViewer. So I, I talk to a computer that turns on and off the projectors, and I talk to another computer that turns on and off the media that plays the projection method. Again, think, everything is remote. I think you could just have that shit on a timer and then just chat. Dope. Well, the problem is that would be great, but the projectors themselves are like, a, you're talking about their 4K 30s, their 30K projectors, they run 110 grand each. They run on a, so that's a, basically a quarter million dollars worth of projectors. They don't have internal on and off. You have to manually or remotely through their uh, network, turn them on and off. They have a three minute startup and shutdown time period. Well, shit. Well, good damn. Well, <laughs> well, local lovers. Freaking technology. We're, we're not quite to the end of this, but we're, we're getting close to the end of this one podcast listeners. <laughs> We can go over about 10, maybe 15 minutes. We're over like five right now. So we're, we're getting really close to the end here. I'm going to retain some of you, but I'm going to, I'm going to eject some of you. So Curtis, when's the next uh, live stream that you're doing either for monkey or for the business or both? Uh, so, so the live stream we're doing is, uh, we're trying to adhere to the daily show format, which is uh, Monday through Thursday, consistently at four o'clock. Nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got about two months worth of uh, of guests already lined up, so it's doing well. Doing well, right up, right up and running. Oh shit! Did, did I miss my did I miss my window to be guest, Curtis? No, 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 no. We still have a couple of dates left in uh, in February. I'm going to hit you up uh, about it online. Of course, I think I already did a little bit, okay. but, uh, but I'm going to I'm going to follow through. <laughs> yeah, we just didn't we didn't nail down the date yet. Yeah, for sure. Uh, also, uh, Dave, I, I I tried to hit you up online uh, and there was no response because you're not a Facebook guy. <laughs> oh, oh, but put Dave, me on put me on the same Dave show as Phil. <laughs> put me on the same show as Phil, but you could talk about like digital production and streaming and stuff. It'd be a good show. Well, what I want to do is I want to get a a, a, a podcasters uh, episode. So a bunch of people that do podcasts just kind of. Chat about about uh, the importance of podcasting and blah 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 that sort of thing. So, um, but yeah, uh, uh, answer your answer your <laughs> yeah answer your instant message instant message. <laughs> we'll set it up. Just send a carrier pigeon or an email or something. Facebook jail. <laughs> 
Oh man. Uh, if you want to actually know the date, I can tell you the date right yeah, now, yeah, right here, right, right now. now. I'll forget, but cool. Let's go. <laughs> right here right on the show. The date that I'm thinking of is uh, hmm, hmm, uh, the February 11th. The okay. Watch for me February 11th February on someone 11th. else's show. I'm not even going yeah. there to like annihilate dumb people. It'll be fantastic. I'll be nice to everyone. There. It'll be It'll be great. You'll be on with a podcaster called Jess the Ska Girl. Oh, yeah. She, I already love her. Yeah. Can I be can I be on that one too? Even though I'm no not podcasting anymore. Oh uh, it, depending sure, on if it's sure. uh, it's four PM it's four PM the media witch couldn't come with me, but if uh Um well Yeah. I'm a poor schmo with a nine to five that I have to go to every day. And I don't I don't do it through uh Twitch or Discord or OBS or oh, if any you could, of those. If you, could, if you could imagine this, you just tell me how to join and I'll be on like five minutes early and my shit'll be fine. Awesome, awesome. No, no, this is literally literally what I do. I open up a chat room in Facebook and then people join the chat room and then I hit live. <laughs> Winning. He's high tech. Yep. High tech. <laughs> winning i wonder if facebook will step on my audio so bad that people can't even tell the difference between me and somebody on their laptop mic <laughs> i'd be hella mad <laughs> nice nice that'll be cool Glory be my mic. uh fucking uh big j sure. you got anything coming up uh for me Coming up, just some internal stuff. Nothing really I've seen on the open front as far as media goes. No, I would love to see some events. I are we are seeing some companies doing their SKOs and that such, but um, nothing as far as on the event event line. I would love to be on that level right now. All right, well, fucking come on, man, hit me up, hit me up on Discord, man, because I'll answer you there. Oh, no. It's true. It works. Everybody mm -hmm. join Discord because I will, in fact, reply to your DM within like 15 minutes. Uh, Juan, Juan Maserati, <laughs> do, do, do you have anything coming up with Rebels Camp or Los Improvisers? Uh, not this time. Uh, we're just basically uh, keeping it cool. We're still in contact. We're in, like in meetings and, and such online, but uh, we're just basically, uh, you know, staying home. Mm. And finally, Phil, do you have anything going up that's public facing? Nope. <laughs> right. Sadly. Well, fucking fucking the media wench. What do you uh, what do you or the people that you're loosely associated with or whatever have uh going on that might be public facing before we shut down this podcast? In fact, can you shut down this podcast? Can you read us out? As they say I in the biz. Can, as a matter of fact, thank you for listening to local love. We do this every Tuesday from eight to ten PM and on in the red light. Uh, you can find it on all your podcatchers. Just look up Echoplex Media and, uh, you know, you'll find us. If you can't find us there, email us on echoplexmedia.com and producer Dave will be like, what fucking weird podcatcher are you using that my shit isn't on yet? Um, the next show that we're doing is uh, Intellectual Dollar Tree. That'll be tomorrow at 7 p.m. Next one that I'm doing is uh, Thursday. That's the Cults and Satanic Panic Stream in Scientology, and that is at 9 p.m. Pacific. That's a super, super fun show. Um, <clears throat> someday we'll get Star, DJ Star Noir, who's also a fellow Twitch streamer, um, on there again, and another one of our Fremont head friends. 
uh, join our Discord, discord.me slash echoplex, and, uh, you know, throw us a, a ink toner cartridge level on Patreon, patreon.com slash echoplex. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's it for the show. Uh, I'm going to bounce everybody out that uh, isn't on like a proper mic and uh and, and some and, and some cans and uh, we're gonna go into red light so i think i'm keeping a juan maserati and the media wench on into red light thank you big j thank you phil thank you thank you so much again Curtis, for joining us and uh, have a great red light yep big j set your shit up and come on next next come on come on next tuesday and hang out for red light oh you mean i'm gonna plug shit in and stuff over on the desk with a fancy background you'll see me there you don't need no fancy you don't need no fancy background look like there's a painting of madison star moon and some fucking christmas lights behind me oh look it you you see my this reflection is what's going on in the room (laughs) (laughs) all right again thank you everybody for thank you everybody for curtis phil fucking jay thanks for hanging out juan and uh juan and the media wench hang out i don't know is there a song we need to play get lost Oh, get lost! Oh, get lost! And that song's so good by the Rebels. Can't get lost in the groove. And uh, everybody that's listening live or on the fucking Patreon or whatever. Well, if you're on the Patreon, you have an MP3 file, and you can see there's still two to seven hours left of it. This so- <laughs> <laughs> get lost by the Rebels camp. This has been local love. See everybody on the flip side. How far out can you get? You ever had somebody ask you a question And you gave them your reply And they looked you in your eye like Man, you're bullshitting You out your goddamn mind And they might want to ask you Another question Where do you get off? Telling me some astronomical shit like that that I can't wrap my mind around of and I just can't believe it. And they might wanna tell you
get lost up here. How far out can you get? <laughs>